Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode six of Be With Me in the book of 2 Thessalonians. We're in chapter two today. Uh, we're going to start with verse 13. I'm going to just uh, title this first, then I'm going to read the passage from 2.13. The title of today is Obtaining Glory We Didn't Earn. And then what Paul is doing in Silas and Timothy is they're watching you obtain glory that you didn't earn. So it's kind of metaing what's happening to the Thessalonians. And it's going to result in thanksgiving from Paul and Silas. Okay, so here's the passage. But we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. To this he called you through our gospel, so that you may obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the passage starts out with thanksgiving, and I'm going to actually put that at the end of my little meditation here today, that we ought to give thanks to God for you. So something is happening in the Thessalonians that Paul and Silas and Timothy are thankful to God for. So let's find out what it is that that is uh, so notable. First, he calls them brothers. That is, that they're in the family of God. And I'm in the family of God, and so we are attached to each other personally, and we are attached to God personally. So that's kind of like the first thing. Then he talks about their status with the Lord. He calls them brothers beloved by the Lord. So you're telling me that the God who made mitochondria and made planetary motion, that this God is so big and so small and so detail-oriented that he loves me, that he has me in his heart, that he knows me, that he likes me. No, 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 not not just like, it's that he loves me even though he does know me. So brothers, beloved by the Lord. And then he talks about the activity that God does with these people. Because God chose you as first fruits. So this is not an accident. It's not random. It's purposed. It's sure. Um, There's a choice you know, this asks the big question, I think, why does he bother with you? My answer is, I, I don't know. Why does he bother with me? I don't know. Why does he bother with mankind? I don't know. But he does. This is like going to the, you're leaving the zoo with your family and, and another family. There's never a mix-up of families about one kid getting in the wrong car. No, these are the, the parents, the the, the leaders of the families make sure that they leave and stay in as a father. And in a similar way, this choice that he has is that he, he knows those who are his and who loves who. Then he talks about the activity. So brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved, he chose you to be saved. So this personal, intimate family relationship with God now kind of goes epic, if you will. It's this battle of good and evil. It's conquering sin. It's payment for uh, the penalty of sin, that there's an intergalactic payment for uh, your sin to make you positionally as if it never happened. 
Let me say that again. It's the intergalactic payment for your sin to make you positionally as if it never happened. And only he could make that intergalactic payment. So somebody, someone, capital S, only God, for example, had to figure out how to pull this thing off, how to pay the penalty for your sins and everybody else's sin while keeping his his justice. Uh, it's an amazing thing that he did. Okay, so there's there's this amazing thing that God does through the sanctification by the Spirit, but then there's this other side of it, which is the activity of mankind, which is believing in the truth. So his sanctification of the Spirit is to view you as holy, to view you as unblemished, to accept the payment that Jesus made on our behalf. It's God's help, this otherworldly aid that we need. That we need. So that's his work. And then our side, on the sort of on the other side of the court, is, well, what do I have to do? Well, that's the belief. It's believing in the truth. It's calling through the gospel. And this gospel, if you read the Bible and the Old Testament and the New Testament, it's it repeats, there's one God, there's one Son, there's one Savior, there's one sacrifice, there's one truth, so that we obtain the glory. And this is the amazing thing here. This is the part that kind of caught me today. So that you may obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in other words, it's not your glory. When we get glory, we get the prize, uh, but we didn't win the prize. We didn't win the trophy. So we obtain a glory that we did not earn. We obtain a glory that we did not earn. Jesus earned it, and it's his glory, and we kind of get to, to share it on, on no, uh, no credit to ourselves. So we're receiving a prize that we didn't work for. We're getting the glory of someone else, that's Jesus, by, quote-unquote, merely believing, which I'm not underestimating it, and I'm probably... If you're like I was before I was a believer, it's the hardest thing you'll ever do to believe and yield and know that you didn't merit anything and that it was all by grace. So in conclusion, in these verses, there's this supernatural positional reality of intergalactic intervention that's unmerited by the receivers of that favor. And so how does Paul respond? He responds by thanking God. He thanks God for you and for him doing this work, so you're thanking God. And what is he thanking God? That I see that your uh, your blessing, that God's activity in your life, that you are a part of God's favor. He's thankful that he's done it. He's thankful that the activity and the glory of God has been credited to you, that you are a part of it. And Paul is saying that I'm thrilled to see that it's happening in you, and I'm with you in this. So my take-home question today is, are you with brothers and sisters where you are urged in your spirit to rejoice in the work of God that he is doing in them? Paul practically couldn't control himself with regards to the Thessalonians. So who are the community of people that you are witnessing obtaining glory, borrowing glory from the Lord? And let's be thankful for those people if you have them or find those people if you don't. Thanks for listening.